Bush and Richie here with another Hometime Show podcast. On the way, at the very end of the podcast, you're going to hear uh, the amazing accidental snack made by one of our listeners that was so good, we kept it for you, our podcast folk. <laughs> it's a belter. Uh, but first, do you remember yesterday's podcast? Or oh, I don't know why I say it like that. It might have been the podcast that you've just been listening to before this one because you're binging on Bush and Ritchie podcasts. But the of previous course. one to this episode, I mean, why would you not? Uh, we were telling you about how birds are taking over the world. We even let you know that they might not even be real birds. It's just a government scam. Well, the latest animal that is making its bid for domination is the sheep. Thank you very much uh, for the tweet that was uh, alerted to us uh, by Stephen, who uh, tweeted us to tell us about a flock of sheep that have been spotted outside an empty McDonald's drive through in Ebba Vale uh, right. in Wales. It's incredible. I'm looking at the picture right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sheep just roaming around the deserted outdoor tables and car park of the McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, obviously uh, wanting some kind of uh, sausage and egg McMuffin and a Big Mac. Uh, or are they up to more sinister things? Who knows? Well, we described this the other day uh, as a kind of war in that the birds essentially were trying to take back uh, the world from humans whilst we're trapped in our houses. If you think of this like the second world war maybe the birds are like germany they want kind of total domination back in the second world war and uh maybe the sheep are like italy they'll let them have a bit of it if they join in but they're not quite as good do you know what i mean who knows posing all the big questions if you have any further reports of animals that are making a move you know where to find us hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk drop us an email or tweet us or and on top of that which animal race do you think in that war scenario are the Japanese? Good luck. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Nothing repeated while you listen at work. Are you really working right now, though? It's Bush and Richie with the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio. Wednesday afternoon after six this evening, another of our celebs at home, comedian Sean Walsh, on the show tonight. Uh, this is going to be a Wednesday that you're going to remember for a long time because I'm about to cut everyone in on a deal that's going to make us all fabulously wealthy. I don't know if you've noticed in the papers or on the telly news or whatever, telly news, that's a brilliant little <laughs> phrase, uh, have you heard that the oil prices have, have slumped so badly, obviously, because of this lockdown, that they've got to the point, and this is honestly true, that they're paying people to take the barrels of oil away from them because they've got a storage crisis. There's, they're making the oil the same as normal, but no one's buying it and there's nowhere to keep it. So if you go and buy oil, a barrel of oil, you actually get paid for taking it away. And I'm thinking, right, we've both got the internet here in our bedroom whilst we're doing this show, uh, I could do, from my computer, one big oil order, and if everyone's up for storing some oil, uh, we could make it an absolute killing between us. But I mean, I've got room in our garden for, I think, probably 15 or 20 barrels if I was to hide them up behind the shed. That would be cash in hand. Richie, anywhere in your house you could put some oil barrels? Uh, definitely. So if I'm visualising a barrel, are we talking like, it's an oil barrel, it, like, like the kind of drum that people would protest outside the gates of a factory if they're on strike kind of thing? Or imagine a tramp in a movie warming his hands on a barrel fire. That kind of thing. Okay. Waist high. Well, if we're talking that, I can certainly shove a few down my ginnel. Um, and um, <laughs> my, um, <laughs> my, um, my barbecue gas is running low at the moment. I'm sure I could run the barbecue off one of those uh, uh, barrels of oil. So, yeah, put me down for five. 
Okay, fantastic. So you're down for five. I reckon get 15 on our house as we, here as well. Uh, Mentioned this a little bit earlier on Twitter. Marcus says, stick me down for 15 barrels. My drive's on a slope, so you can roll them down into the garage. Oh, that's uh, so handy, isn't it? It is really handy. So look, let us, this is a genuine opportunity. We're not mucking around here. We will be putting the order in uh, later on on the show. Let us know how many barrels you'd be up for having and where you can keep them in your house. And text us now, 8-12-15, or tweet at Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Had a bit of a clear out of my ginnel in the last song, actually, so I reckon I can ram another three down there, Bush, if that's all right. Fan- that's fantastic news. What, if anyone was having their tea, maybe have it later on, warm it up, put a plate on top of it. Uh, Joe tweets to say, I don't have much space, but I can definitely do catering and fried chips and any leftovers. So that's a very kind offer. And Goose has tweeted to say, when my daughter goes back to uni, I can take a few barrels, boys. Oh, that's great. So what, the spare room becomes free again or something like that? Exactly so, yes. Andy Meredith's been on. He says, just filling the paddling pool. It's massively cheaper to fill it with oil rather than water. Fair play. And hi to Andrew Shaw. He says, I could take eight in the cupboard. The landlord tells us we shouldn't use. And he's included a brilliant photo. Pretty much all rental properties have got one forbidden like cupboard or door or, or something like that. He's got one of those in his house. So look, if you've got a place in your area or your house or your garden or whatever that would work as an oil storage, minus $38 a barrel they are at the moment, which means we get paid nearly wow. $40 for each of these. Uh, I can tell you exactly how much 38 United States dollars is in pounds that we'd yeah. get for each of these oil barrels, Bush. You're talking yeah. at £30, 81p for every oil barrel that we take off the hands of the oil barons. That's not bad, is it? And we're offering you a hell of an opportunity on the Home Time Show tonight. How many other radio shows cut you in on deals like this? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the oil prices dropped to the point where they're actually paying people to take them due to a world storage shortage. Richie and I are going to be putting in, clicking send on one big order this evening. Don't miss out. Tell us where you could store the oil at your house. Are you ready to uh, put down some more orders, Bush? I'm ready. I've, I've got pen and paper ready here. Cool. Michael Ravenscroft, uh, he says, lots of room in my garage, put me down for 10 barrels. So if you can sort him out, uh, a mysterious no name here says, I've got a secure car park for oil barrel storage. (laughs) Hit me up for 400 barrels. Whoa, Um, good order. It's a great one. A little caveat here, though. And once again, no idea who says this, but they say don't buy if the price continues to drop. They're not going to be worth anything. But you're getting £30, as you've just worked out, a hit per barrel, right? Just hold on to them, put a tarpaulin over them. The petrol price and the oil price is going to go up again, inevitably, when things get back to normal. So you're in a double win situation. I think you're quite right. Let's stick rather than twist. Uh, Casey says the golf course opposite my house is closed for the foreseeable. I think we could get a good amount stored here. I'm sure they'll be over the moon with that. Rick says I could probably fit three barrels in the cupboard under the stairs. What's the use by date? And this text also adds, uh, please put me down for a couple of barrels. I'll put them in my eldest son's bedroom. He's got so much rubbish in there, he probably won't even notice. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
It's not just the price of oil and the availability of it that has been affected uh, during this strange times we're in the middle of right now. There are many things. Right down the bottom of the list is our love for sport. Uh, there's not much football being played at the moment. In fact, let me correct that. There's nothing being played right now. However, if you are a fan of the Premier League, uh, there was a little bit of something to dine out on today. Uh, and that was online as the Premier League eSports Invitational took place. There were fixtures wow. being taken place uh, between actual Premier League teams. I saw one earlier today. Manchester City at home uh, were taking on Crystal Palace. But here's the kicker. City were being represented on FIFA uh, by Raheem Sterling on his console at home. And he was taking on Crystal Palace's Wilfred Zaha sat at home on his console. I thought it was a great idea and it did make me think there must be other things that we're missing right now that until it comes back in reality, we can live through gaming chairs. Well, do you know what? Uh, just to add into that as an Everton fan, uh, Everton uh, earlier on today beat Chelsea 8-0 with our very own Andre Gomez at the helm. So fair play. You to are He's kidding. Out. He's been out for a long time with injuries. He's been clearly brushing up on his FIFA skills. So that's awesome. But it's good. I mean, I, I, we were just talking the other day about the uh, the virtual Formula One Grand Prix they did at the weekend just gone, which is great. You know, actual drivers playing a video game and almost deciding a Grand Prix through that. <laughs> there must be other stuff. You know, like you play that um, train simulator game, don't you? That train I sim- do. Yes, that, maybe do, that's yes. that's something for people to still enjoy the you know the fun and game. I mean, I haven't done the the commute on the C two C into Central London for work now for nearly five weeks. Maybe I should be getting on that so I can still live the fun of the of the commute. Do you know what I mean? Well, here's an offer. All right, here's an offer. If anyone is missing their commute into work tomorrow morning and wants to meet me at seven thirty online, I'll drive you in from Reading to Paddington, uh, and uh, we'll have a right old time. That sounds fantastic. An offer you can't refuse. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Going to sneak in a quick happy birthday uh, to Charlie in Cambridge. It's his 13th birthday today. His mum has emailed and says, I know you don't normally do them, but it would make his day. It's his birthday during lockdown. It's all very miserable. So, Charlie, I hope you're still having a good day today. And get off your Xbox. You're missing the best of the day. Get outside. Get some air in your lungs. <laughs> uh, talking about this brilliant deal, Richie and I are cutting you in for We're going to be pressing send on our order in the next 10 minutes. So, time is of the essence. Oil prices have dropped to the point where you now get paid to take an oil barrel how many can you have in your house and where are you going to store them get in touch I guess you've just got to hit confirm shortly haven't you so we we better get a couple more in Uh, Mike from Orpington says I'll take 30 barrels I'll store them in the front garden under a tarpaulin wouldn't you love that if you were Mike's (laughs) neighbours and Digby says uh, heating oil is now £105 for 500 litres I normally pay £240 so this sounds like a good deal that's not bad at all. And I tell you what, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Think of the futures market. Des says, guys, I'll take a couple of barrels. Please also note that once the oil has been used and the barrel has been properly cleaned, you can turn it into a homemade barbecue, just like the one we have. You'll also need some additional pieces of metal and a blowtorch to form the frame. But you could turn this into a cottage industry and employ all the lads who no longer sell oil. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, that shining sun yesterday at your house, Bush, was responsible for what I have the opinion is 
food genius, but accidental. I loved this uh, this tweet that your other half, Katie, put out. Um, during the show yesterday, here we are, you and me, working away hard. Uh, and she was out in the garden. Correct me if I've got some of these stories wrong, but I'm living through social media and, and salivating at the thought of it. She'd left out in the garden uh, a, a pack of Choco Liebnez biscuits, which, in my mm. opinion, the don of the biscuit world, yes. uh, and they'd melted into one sort of uber stack of three chocolate biscuits and by accident created, in my opinion, some kind of superfood. It was beautiful. I mean, it's like it created a triple decker and then they froze and set because then the sun kind of went down and we didn't discover it until later on in the evening. And then we were presenting it because all the chocolate like kind of fell down the side like a chocolate fountain. And it, and it did make this perfect kind of dome of like an uber chocolate leadness. I'd never seen anything like it before. See, what I might go and do, go to the supermarket tomorrow... Um, well, actually, I can't go on purpose just to do this. That's not responsible right now. I was going to say pick up a pack of Choco Liebnes, then just to do leave it. out in do the it. sunshine ready for tomorrow. Do it, man. It tasted so good. We had to cut it in half with a knife and fork because we, we had an argument over who should have it. Uh, like, like two people on a, on, a, you know, like on a desert island with the final bit of food. But we cut it down the middle and had it with a cup of tea whilst we were watching telly. And it, it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So look, I think what we should do is find out if if you have ever created an accidental food, whether it has been by not having the right kind of ingredients and thinking, oh, I'll just shove these together, it'll make a dinner, and it turned out to be amazing, or whether it was just as simple as leaving something melting out in the sunshine and then eating it later and it tasted amazing. If by accident you have created some kind of food heaven, we'd love to hear about it this evening. Tweet us at Absolute Radio or text us at 81215. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Another busy night on tonight's Stay at Home Time show with Bush and Richie. A lot of ground covered. We mentioned earlier on that uh, the Formula One and Premier League were both using eSports, doing like computer game versions just to keep the fans ticking over. Uh, Richie was saying that maybe that might be a thing we could do for other areas of life, suggesting people might join him on his train simulator and he could pretend to get <laughs> them into work. Uh, Chris and Eastley's just followed up with a text saying, Richie, have you got the rail replacement bus service simulator add-on for extra realism? <laughs> Ah, I, I, might, I might invest in that one, uh, especially for him. But we're planning to run on time tomorrow morning at 7.30, so uh, don't worry. <laughs> we're after your accidental foods this evening, after the Bush household, actually. It was it was you guys that did it, melted a load of Choco Liebnis together by accident in the garden, creating what turned out to be an Uber biscuit. If you've ever had something happen to you and invaded, invented some kind of food heaven, but purely by chance, 8.12.15 for your text, and tweet us at Absolute Radio. So is, do you think what Katie did, my other half Katie did last night by accidentally melting it, was the kind of food and chocolate equivalent of, is it Marie Curie with the penicillin thing? That was an accident, wasn't it? I think you could be right, yes. That's what's Same going thing. on, yes. Same level, folks. Matt Battison says, went to defrost some mozzarella cheese so I could put it on a burger to then melt. Overdid it, but turned it into this beautiful molten cheese mass. I used tongs to put it directly onto the burger in one mass, and it's awesome. Dan says, uh, guys, this may sound horrific, but if you pour a pot of McDonald's golden syrup into a double sausage and egg McMuffin, the combination oh. is a revelation. I did it by accident. 
That would wow. definitely work. That would definitely work. Oh, wow, please weird. open the game, Maccas, so we can try this. Uh, Daniel oh. says, not my creation as mum says she's been doing it for years, but made cheese spread or normal cheese and jam sandwich. It's cracking. Uh, I'm trying to get my head around that one. And John says, I ended up using garlic butter instead of butter to grease the frying pan when making pancakes. When I realised I just grated cheese on top of it and rolled it up. I like it. And Julie's like got it. a term for it. She says it sounds like this was a fortunate snacksident. I wish I'd come up with that word myself. Snacksidents, that's what they are going forward. Uh, Bush Ritchie, chili heatwave Doritos and Nutella, says Hannah. Uh, oh. Similar to the... <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not having that. No, not really. That's not that's not okay. right. Is that even an accident or is it just like taboo? <laughs> Hannah doesn't confirm. Uh, yeah. Jason in Penge says, similar to Bush's chocolate Libanese incident, I left a bag of Maltesers out in the sun, then chucked them in the fridge. Wallop. Ooh. Lovely. That is like cho- it's chocolate balls, isn't it? Chocolate it balls. It is chocolate balls, yeah. I would suggest if you've got anything less than 100% teeth, that could be dicey. There's some beauties coming in here. Went to a cafe, ordered a cheese and pickle roll and egg mayonnaise with tomato baguette. I ended up getting cheese and tomato and egg mayonnaise with Branson in it as well. It was banging, they say. <laughs> uh, really? Hi to Anne-Marie Harding. Says, not sure if this counts, but I accidentally put chilli powder in my porridge yesterday morning at breakfast instead of cinnamon. Although it was quite spicy, it was actually really nice. Good work. Definitely counts. Uh, a lovely message on our Facebook page from Julie Kettel, who I think it's probably Julie Kettle, really. Let's be honest, Careful. Julie. She <laughs> says, my late grandma was an avid jam maker. One year she made some damson jam, which she slightly overcooked, and it tasted like the toffee you get on toffee apples. It was absolutely <laughs> delicious, but sadly, she never managed to do it again. It was like a oh. one-off bit of alchemy. What about that? It really was a snacksident, an accidental food. Keep them coming. 8, 12, 15 to text and your tweets at Absolute Radio. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Wednesday's Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie. After your accidental foods, Lester uh, says, I once realised I didn't have sides and people were coming over. I used frazzles and cream cheese uh, to create some hors d'oeuvre at a dinner party. Turned out to be brilliant. We'll have to give that one a go, Lester. It's getting us hungry. And speaking of food, just a little heads up about a thing we're going to bring back for the end of the week on Friday's show. This worked a treat a couple of weeks ago. We're going to do another home time cook along. If you remember the pure chaos of the other week where uh, Richie and I moved our little uh, microphone and laptop combos down into the family kitchens and we just cooked along with you guys and we can see if we all make tea together at the same time. So have a think about what you want to cook along with us. And that'll be from what time are we going to do that on Friday? Six o'clock. Final hour of the show on Friday from six o'clock. I'm loving the fact that you've declared it it was a a success, despite the fact that you didn't finish making your curry by the time the show ended. Never has it been so clear to me. I know people (laughs) joke about blokes not being able to multitask. I literally couldn't do two things at the same time, like talk and cook. I need to lower my expectations. (laughs) Uh, Yes, get get yourself ready. Uh, We'll all be cooking together another home time cook along this Friday here on Absolute Radio. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. Uh, if you hadn't decided what's for dinner tonight, hopefully some of the uh, accidental foods uh, that we've heard about over the last 60 minutes have given you some ideas. Here's one more from Richard in Norwich. He says, when I worked in a fast food restaurant, I found that wrapping chips in a slice of burger cheese tasted amazing. Uh, the hot chips and cold cheese mixed lovely, but it's definitely not good for the heart, as I found that it's about three chips for one slice of cheese. He's obviously done a lot of research there. I'm debating whether it was actually an accident, but it sounds amazing. So thanks for sharing. I think that's how Elvis died, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's not far from how Elvis died. Uh, Mark in Kennington says, wanted a cold drink, couldn't make my mind up between a glass of milk or a glass of Vimto squash, as you do. Got into the kitchen, poured squash into a glass, went to the fridge for chilled water, but instead of picking up water, I picked up the milk instead. OMG, what a fantastic flavoured milkshake I've created. Wow. That's pretty good. And then this text is going to whet your appetite. Listen to this. This is from Sammy G, painting and decorating in Northern Ireland. He says, Hi all, I've never contacted any radio shows before, but this is too good to keep to myself. (laughs) And you know what? We're going to leave it there. If you want to find out his fantastic recipe, and it's very, very good. You're going to find out on the podcast. It'll be a little extra on the Hometime Show podcast tonight. Make sure you listen to it. It's that good. All your teas. All your teas. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Quick question, right? Anyone else's kids have an absolute nightmare sleeping last night? <laughs> Uh, Richie and I were just chatting about this. Obviously, he's going to tell you in a second about what happened with Rocco. With our little one, Thea, went to kind of bed as normal. She was pretty tired because she'd been playing in the garden. And then she was just up, like, lively from about half eight right the way through till about ten o'clock. But she was so crazy in terms of running around. She was pulling all the pots and pans out of the uh, the bottom drawer in the kitchen, trying to have, like, a little teddy bear's picnic. That I ended up having to film her and send it to my mum and dad because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. She was absolutely wild. Similar in our house, went to bed as normal around about seven o'clock when the show ended and then decided to wake at quarter to ten and did not go back to sleep until 1am in the morning, uh, which included an hour of me lying in the darkness by his cot, thinking he was asleep and then trying to leave the room. And it's like, Dada, and you just go spare, don't you? The the, the, the thing for me... Our door, the door in her room makes a tiny little clicking noise. And sometimes if I do the lying down, if you've invested the time and lying as an adult on the floor of someone's room with the lights off, you at least hope that the door's going to play ball and let you out without making a noise. You know what I mean? Throw us a bone here. But here is why we need to know if it's happened to you as well, because I have some intel and I think I know what happened and why this is going on. Last night, uh, yesterday evening, uh, between about sort of half past nine and then about 11 at night, there was celestial activity. There was satellites going over the UK and it was a really, really clear evening. So you could look up at very specific times and see a satellite going over like your back garden. And I believe around about half past 10 there was like a trail of about 16 that suddenly all shot over at once we saw at around about quarter to 10 just one satellite just shoot slowly across the sky in fairness it did look amazing but the whole moment was lost around about five minutes later when he wakes up and that's it for the next three hours i wonder whether these satellites moving across the united kingdom kept the kids awake last night it could be. It's like someone out of the X-Files, but for little scamps dancing around in, uh, you know, 
dinosaur-themed PJs mucking about. <laughs> what, what about that? Would be a really interesting uh, uh, episode of the X Files, wouldn't it? Like what they're trying to do is trying to get to the source of kids' ill behaviour and refusing to go to bed. I don't know. Is it is it satellites? Is it extraterrestrials? Or is it just lockdown fever? Who knows? Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, it's an honour to welcome to the show another one of our celebs at home. It's the comedian Sean Walsh. Sean, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. You're at home, Where but you, you should be yeah. should be touring, shouldn't you? I, I should be. Instead, I'm eating brownies and cottage cheese stood up at my fridge. <laughs> where, where should you be right now uh, in terms of your tour and doing things? Do you know where you should be? I, no, I've not, I've not been following where I should be. That would be strange, just wondering where I would be. No, no. <laughs> I like the idea of the, uh, the brownies and the cottage cheese, though. That doesn't sound too bad. I've just—I've done a lot of eating stood up. That's—have you guys done that? That's what—that's all I'm doing is eating standing up. I, mean, I do a lot of um, eating over the sink rather than bothering with a plate. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Um, I do—I do kitchen towel. Kitchen towel is my plate. <laughs> like a that? muzzle. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What is the worst thing that you've eaten then in this in the lockdown so far? Because I mean, I, I've kind of I've gone back to some real basics, like students type of basic stuff. What, what what's the worst thing you've kind of knocked together as a snack? Not do you know what? It's, it's it's okay. Well, I didn't basically. I didn't really cook before this, so I've gone from not cooking at all to being an absolutely dreadful cook. So I've, made some, I've made some progress. I'm quite happy. The cooking's not been too bad. It's more, it's more when I mean this is normal. You know what I'm talking about. Like, I've stood at the fridge and I've got some cheese in my mouth, but then before I finish the cheese, I already start at the chocolate. And you're like, yes. oh, this is insane. I, I, I had a Kit Kat whilst I was cooking the tea the other night. It's like a, just a snack whilst I was cooking. There's there's no rules. I think it's like anarchy. <laughs> there is no rules. No so rules said, to lockdown. You said you didn't. You didn't cook beforehand. So, it, it, but you, you're doing it more now. But it has got worse. So let's imagine for a second. Uh, restrictions have been relaxed. Bush and I are coming over to yours tonight. What is the best thing that you feel you could do for guests this evening? It's come time oh. with me. We want to start a main and a dessert, please, Sean. Go for it. Okay, starter. Let me just open the fridge. Can you hit that? Like, that's the fridge. Starter. We're gonna. We're all gonna have a lovely. We're gonna have an Actimel uh, for a starter. <laughs> That'll be nice. And then for the main, I've got. I've got some tort. I've got some tortellini. But I will make the salad myself, which will be some. Some uh, lettuce with some cherry tomatoes, yeah. and then, and then for dessert, for dessert you could you could help me polish off these brownies. There you go. <laughs> what a night! What a night! It's going to be. What's the rate? What rating would you give that? I think well, it's only um, out of ten. This is varied, I, at least, isn't it? I think it's going to score highly because I think you'd get us on the entertainment, so we'd forgive the food. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, I mean, being a comedian is a solitary occupation because you know, there's a lot of touring around on your own and doing that kind of stuff. So you're used to your own company. However, you feed off the audience. So how is it for a comedian being in lockdown? How are you dealing with it? Well, 
as, as a comedian, I've tried to, and I think, you know, my, <laughs> most comics have done this, have taken to, we're all becoming, it's a bit gross, we're all becoming sort of YouTubers and yeah. uh, trying to create content. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm actually enjoying creating different clips. I've not done, there's a lot of these live gigs at the moment. Comedy clubs are putting on live gigs where you sort of perform your stand-up down, down the webcam, and I've, I've not, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere near that. I don't think. <laughs> it's weird. It's strange, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you've got to. So, do you, do you miss what, what about your kind of previous life, which hopefully everything will resume and get back to normal at some point? What do you miss the most about how things were before the lockdown in your life? Um, I, <laughs> I miss uh, the, what being in terms of my job, in terms of comedy. I miss anything, just I, anything, just just anything that you used to do. Do you know what? It's really sad. There's my local cafe where I, I sort of go and I get on with all the staff and I, I tend to have maybe like brunch there um, and, a, and a coffee and I, I chat to them. And that, that's genuinely the thing I miss the most is my local cafe. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> we all miss people. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Have you, have you found that being at home has helped you with writing? You say, obviously, you know, a lot of jumping on with the YouTubing and that kind of thing, but has, has, it, has it helped you sort of focus? But I guess you've got a, you've got a tour ready to go. Well, the tour, this, the tour's going to, I can't, the tour was ready to go, but imagine you just went up and did an hour without mentioning the, the lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, true. And as well, it's strange because you think, I mean, I've not bothered, to be honest with you, to look back at what I was going to do. But, there, you know, I think so much has changed so quickly that I wonder would, with a lot of material, would suddenly the context just yeah. be completely would it be not suitable you know you don't yeah so i might have to um I'm, i think i'll just i have to re rewrite another show but i don't mind that i mean let's face it i've got the time <laughs> and, what, what, and what current um lockdown outfit are you rocking at the moment sean are you still trying to stay stay quite fashionable i mean i've seen you, you're a very fashionable chap or have you kind of downgraded to tracky bottoms uh, you look like a chechen rebel that kind of thing uh, uh, it's it's um, it's it yeah it's it's sweatpants jog jogging nice. bottoms and uh, I mean it, we we know it's we know it's bad because I'm wearing a vest. Wow! <laughs> it's got it's got vest levels of lockdown. I reckon you could, you're you're either a certain type of guy in terms of frame that can wear a vest or you you can't wear a vest. I definitely put myself in the category of not being able to wear a vest. Um, it's just about whether you want to be the sort of person that wears a vest more than whether you can pull off a vest. Well, when I think vest, I just think Onslow from Keeping Up Appearances. That's my go-to reference. So uh, whether that's what anyone wants, I don't know. Um, hopefully you'll be, you'll be dressed a little bit smarter when we see you on telly tonight. Got the comedy against Living Miserably, which is on Dave, uh, which yes. I guess becomes even more timely with how the lockdown can affect our mental health. Tell us about what's, what, what, what's the show about? What, what, what's different about it? What do we see tonight? So, right, yes, tonight, tonight, 9 p.m. on Dave. There we go. Good plug there oh, from me. <laughs> get plugging skills. Um, so what it is, if you just think of your sort of normal stand-up show, you're live at the Apollo, but uh, sort of format, but it's intercut with tonight's episode. Um, myself, it's, it's chaired by Nish Kumar, Susie Ruffle, Darren Harriet, And in between the, the stand-up, it's intercut with us sort of discussing... 
Uh, I, I suppose our own mental health um, and, and just in general. And um, it's quite a, it's quite an open discussion, I suppose. I, I said things that I didn't really think, you know, I, uh, would come up that you wouldn't normally, you know, you know as a, certainly as a comedian, you don't particularly want to to go there. But it was it's quite cathartic, and um, and I hope I hope that people can can watch that and. You just hope that people can take some good from it, that's all, and that it might yeah. help people. I'm a little bit concerned about your, your wonderful mane of hair, um, uh, Sean, because you've got like, lion-o-like hair. Uh, what, yeah. what's your, a lot of people are struggling with cutting their own hair in the lockdown, and, and what's, I've heard what the deal about is, what's the plan? What, what's going to happen for you? What will happen? <laughs> what, happened? what will happen to their hair? The big, it's the big issue, isn't it? It's what everyone's It is the big thinking. issue. That's what <laughs> I want to know. Um, well, all, all I've been doing, I've been, um, I've just been sort of taking a break from, oh, this is bad. But I mean, are we washing hair? I'm not really washing I'm hair. I'm not really washing it's my not, hair, no. No. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just growing it. I'll I, I tell you what I do, if you want a little, yeah, want a little secret for the main. I've started, um, I've started just using table salt. <laughs> is that, what? Have I, I think I'm, um, yeah. I think I've lost it. I've got. I've just started using salt. I've got salt on your own hair. Yeah, because I like not, a I, known thing, is it? Like a, I don't, a trick. I, don't, I just noticed a couple of years ago when I went on a, uh, a, a like a a trip with friends to Ireland that yeah. when, when we came out of the sea that I just I just liked my hair when I came out of the sea. <laughs> I'm thinking it was the salt. So now I just I just chuck some table salt in my hair. This is the weirdest advice in an interview for hair care that I've heard since Michael Winner said about washing his hair in Heineken once. There's going to be a L'Oreal advert down the road for this, for sure, and there's no two ways about it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's this for. Um, yes, so there you go. Well, it's amazing. Well, well, listen, man, good to speak to you. Stay you safe. Too. Keep an eye on that hair. Keep using salt on it and all the the essentials. Yes. Uh, try it. Make sure. Try people, it. I'm going I'm to give it a... Sorry, just, this is the last thing on it. Do you mean like rock salt that you would get if you were going to do fancy cooking? Or do you mean just like that pouring table salt that you get in a, in a greasy the, spoon cafe? The, the greasy spoon salt. Proper salt. Real <laughs> Proper salt. salt. Wow. <laughs> That's why he's in there every day. That's why he's in there. He's nicking the salt. That's what he's missing, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, listen, Sean Walsh, take care and make sure you watch Dave tonight, 9pm. Yes, thanks, guys. All the best. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you know what? After some good music and a bit of a chat with you lot, Wednesdays don't seem that bad after all. It's Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. Thursdays, something that has become a regular fixture right now is the eight o'clock clapping for our carers, for the key workers that are keeping things going right now. Uh, we clap for them every Thursday evening at eight o'clock. And what we want to do here on the Stay at Home Time show is we want to personalise it. I'm sure we're all out there clapping, but if we had some people that we could think about, uh, that would be fantastic. Personalise and really hear about those heroes uh, that you're clapping for, someone in your life that you want to share with the rest of us that we need to salute 
Uh, do you know what as well? Anyone else notice that it's escalated each week? Uh, like people have started to improvise with instruments and stuff like that. So it started off with just like clapping. Then people, a couple of doors down, had like a drum and everything going. I have got an electric guitar and a portable amp and I've got a real kind of feeling like maybe I should get on the step of our door or whatever, a little bit like Brian May on top of the castle when it was the Queen's birthday or whatever, and give it a bit of noodling. What about that just to take things to the next level? Why not? Leon C's answer to Brian May with the wind in my hair just to take this to the next level. But if you would like uh, a dedication on tomorrow's Hometime Show, make sure you get in touch. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Drop your emails to us and then we could be saluting the heroes in your life uh, ahead of clapping for our heroes tomorrow night. I could noodle for your heroes on my guitar. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Okay, this is a podcast extra. We kept this bit back for you, the podcast listeners, because you're our kind of people and you go the whole hog, the full deal by actually listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Sammy G Painting and Decorating in Mossley in Northern Ireland says, Hi all, I've never contacted any shows before, but this is too good to keep to myself. A handful of fig rolls, microwave for a few seconds, covered in custard, is absolutely scrumptious. You've reached the end of the Home Time podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.